You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's the You Up Podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer. I might sound a little weird right now because I'm talking very softly because I'm on a airplane headed to San Jose, California. Um, I'm going to be there all weekend at the San Jose Improv tonight, which is Friday, and tomorrow, which is Saturday. So come see shows, San Jose Improv, you get it. I'm on a Southwest plane. It's open seating. You know how it works. Guess who's sitting next to me, everyone? It's... Kyle Dunnigan. We wish. We all, we all wish. It's Andrew Collin. Yeah, yeah. How's everyone doing? Um, it's the first time I've been able to sit in first class due to Southwest. And it's really unbelievable up here. And uh, We're just towards the front of the plane. It's definitely not first class, nor would anyone describe the amenities as such. Um, what'd you get? You got a little snack before? Well, you just took a little snack right there. You're biting your fingernail. But what would you eat? Did you get a little snack? Yeah. I had the, uh, I believe, some kind of cookie and Fritos. I haven't had, when's the last time you had Fritos? Remember the chili Fritos? Yes, I do remember the chili Fritos. Do you remember the Cheetos, the Texas grilled Fritos that had grill marks on them? That used to be my vending machine in my high school. I was about that life. I got those probably three times a day. Oh, boy. Would you... Would you want to not eat the tiger paws be less because you're vegan or less because the calories? Tiger paws. Is that what you said? No. What did you say? I don't know what I said. <laughs> now that you said tiger paws, it just sounds so not like anything I said. The Fritos. The f- tiger paw Fritos? Is I that what you thought I was? Cheetos. You didn't say Cheetos? No, I said Fritos with the grill marks. They were like Texas style. Oh, I thought... The grill, I don't know why. The grill, he thought the grill meant like the tiger's claws was a grill. We're, what's going on here? <laughs> um, to answer your question, any animal-based foods yeah. that look like animals animal does not cookie. bother me. Oh, animal cookie? Why would that bother me? As long as it's not made from animal products, I don't care. It's like when people say... Why are you wearing leopard print? It's cause, because leopard print never looks like an actual leopard skin. Now, fake leather, you could argue, Nikki, why are you wearing fake leather? Because it does look like real leather. Someone might see you in that jacket and be like, wow, she looks amazing. I'm going to go buy leather because the fake leather looks so much like leather. Then I would be supporting and probably encouraging the leather industry. You could argue that fake leather is not good. Leopard print, though? Does anyone wear leopard print of a real leopard unless you're some, like, yeah, chic in Dubai? I mean, no one's wearing leopard. Not real leopard, but it does give you... It can give you the idea of skin of a leopard, if you think about it. like. Yeah, I, I get that, but it just doesn't resemble it enough that people would actually go out and buy leopards because I'm wearing a cute shirt made of silk clearly silk and by the way silk probably hurts worms i haven't even looked into it vegans don't come at me i'm trying my best i honestly i don't know what to do anymore all i eat is like vegan bars and salad i can't believe and i'm gonna i can't believe i'm gonna die without eating cheese ever again but it's true i'm going to i'm going to andrew um 
his phone died on this flight already. Why don't you have a backup charger knowing that we're going to be without charge? Because um, I do have one. I just never charge it. And then I think it's for the old phone, the old iPhone. But the reason why, because you know me, I'm lazy, I'm irresponsible. But your phone is your life. Yeah, but I also thought we were going to have outlets on the plane. Usually they have them when you fly cross-country. It's a good point. It's a really good point. We flew to Nashville first, which was supposed to be direct to San Jose. That's what I bought. The ticket was a nonstop to San Jose. And then we stop in Nashville, and we don't change planes. So they just didn't want to even tell me that on the reservation. Just because we stay on the plane? That sucks. I'd rather get off the plane and go get Starbucks. Oh, I'm in a mood because I haven't had caffeine in over 20 hours or something like that. How long have we been awake? You know what you should have done? You should have bought an extra coffee. You know, they have coffee on this plane, so if I really need it, I can get it. But I can still get on my phone and be on my phone. And Andrew has to read the sad little magazine that they put in the back seat of the plane seats. It's just lunch. You don't even have... Sky Mall anymore. Remember Sky Mall? Yeah, uh, I bought a lot of things off Sky Mall. You did not. I bought my wife's wedding ring. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Um, I always wanted things off Sky Mall, uh, especially the guy. It's a great invention, and I and I, I steal it sometimes. The idea for it sometimes. Um, I remember the guy sleeping on Sky Mall where he just leans forward on that inflatable thing oh, yeah. and he's passed out sleeping forward on a plane? Well, you can do that with your backpack, ladies and gentlemen. If you're ever on a middle seat, instead of just like leaning back with your mouth agape and your head bobbing back and forth, up and down, and it just is so uncomfortable, get your backpack and uh, just stack whatever you have with you on your lap really tall. Like it has to reach up to your chest pretty much, like your solar plexus and then lean forward on it and it is like a perfect it's a perfect solution it's almost better than a window at at times if you have a big enough comfortable enough stack um you can stack it on your tray too so that's just a helpful hint um andrew was just reading sky mall or uh, southwest magazine and if you've ever flipped through one of those you've seen the um advertisement for a dating service called it's just lunch now this is i've been saying this for years i've been flying to gigs for 15 years and i always whenever my phone would die i'd go to the magazine and i'd go whoever would go on a date with it's just lunch i mean clearly people are doing it it's targeted towards like business professionals and it's like online dating is tired stop swiping go to it's just lunch and the whole premise is you just go to lunch there's no pressure which, guess what? Um, everyone else has figured that out, too. Like, you just go to drinks. Like, you keep it simple. But anyway, It's Just Lunch is this dating service that you, like, I guess call up these people and they match you with people. So, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Andrew has done It's Just Lunch. I repeat, Andrew Colin has done It's Just Lunch. What was the year? Okay, a couple things. I was before Tinder. It was before online dating. I think it might have been before Match. Or Match was... Maybe Match was already out. Okay? Match has been out since, like, 2003. So this that's not going to check out. Okay. So it was before Tinder. It was before all those. And then I was in debt. 
about 50 grand in uh, my buddy. Why? Because. Bottle service? Bottle service, strippers, uh, trips to Costa Rica, uh, five-star hotels. um, That's pretty much it. Which, let me just say real quickly, um, this weekend in San Jose, I have to cover um, transportation and hotel for Andrew. And usually the club, like... It comes out of my check, but usually the club, like, puts you, finds a hotel and puts you up and, like, has a hotel prearranged that they get a good rate on. Well, this time around, they were like, we don't have a hotel, but we suggest this one. And I go, yeah, just get two rooms for me and Andrew there. I get, uh, today I have a second thought go through my head of, like, how much is this place a night? It's expensive. So I canceled Andrew's reservation and got him a new hotel five minutes away. Um, that is walking five minutes away walking. What do you, do you need to be that close to my luxury hotel? Yeah. I like being near you and I like working out with you and smelling your sheets and you do not want to through your door and I see you changing and your muff. Andrew, why do you always think I have a muff? He always makes jokes about my vagina. And, like, every single time, he has, like, a muff fetish. I swear to God. He loves saying it. He loves pretending that there's one down there. And, by the way, I would love to grow a muff. I cannot. It's just, like, a scraggly old hamster down there. It's not a muff. No one would ever describe me fully outgrown as a muff. And, by the way, it's not. It's... It's looking good these days, so don't tell me I have a muff, you asshole. And also, you can't see underneath the door ever. You don't want to smell my sheets because I sweat through them every night. They're literally soaking wet. Back to It's Just Lunch. So, you're going to be staying at a shitty hotel this weekend. It actually isn't that bad. I got it on Hotel Tonight. Do you guys use Hotel Tonight? I'm not advertising for them, but it's like the best... Um, um, it's the best website to get uh, to get a hotel. Um, oh, we should have waited for a meal to do this. We can do the other ones. Okay. Well, let's get back to It's Just Lunch. So, Andrew, what was the year? It was probably 2000 in not eight. And I was in, I was down on my luck. I was a hope I'm I was in debt. I was still a hopeless romantic. I wanted love. I didn't know where to turn and my business <laughs> You're not a hopeless romantic. What? What are you, what are you talking about? Still, what do you, mean? you like you wanted. You were fifty thousand dollars in debt, and you wanted to find the love of your life. Yeah, I thought maybe that's like that would help me. That would help me get over my depression. Is just finding a woman, maybe with money, would help. Um, and my buddy Rusty, my business partner Rusty the Third, he told me that uh, it's just lunch. He convinced me, like. I don't know. I was really low. You know, when you're really low and you can convince someone to do something that they don't want to do. And so then next thing I know, I'm in a meeting. I got an interview with It's Just Lunch. And the girl was beautiful. And I was like, can I just date her? And I'll just pay her or something. And um, she's like, oh, we got so many people in our in our database. And then they show you a picture of, like, three beautiful women. And... Uh, so I give her twelve hundred dollars. Wait, 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 You gave her what? I think it was twelve hundred dollars. 
$1,200. wrong, but I'm telling you, it was like 1000 It was up there. It was like, 12, I think it was 1200 So I pay, and uh, I go on the first lunch date, and the girl is, not only is she not good looking, she's not nice. And, uh, and so we do lunch. It's just lunch. It's not romantic at all. It's not, there's no feelings. And then, uh, and then I went on one more date, I think. And, uh, and then I never went. I just, $1,200 for two dates. So that's 600 a date. Also 50 grand in debt. I don't know. You do the math. That's. Did you pay for the dates too? Or does those, do they have restaurant deals? No, I paid for the date, so it's six hundred and fifty dollars. No, twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars for Jesus. two dates. So that's six fifty. So that's how many? How many meals is that? You are Rest so stupid to spend twelve hundred dollars to meet a woman. Why were you? You really thought you were going to get into a relationship? I didn't have any uh, Instagram followers yet. Oh my god. How did you not find stand-up comedy? How did you not find stand-up comedy sooner? Like, you wanted attention. Like, even today at the airport, you were singing a song when I was doing Instagram Live. And it was like, it was as if the world around him disappeared when a camera was on him. Like, he will do anything. You do that. You do that more than me. You're usually more comfortable with that. With your dancing. I'm dancing. I'm not chewing chicken salad and spewing it all over people around me. Some would say that's a dance. <laughs> Modern dance is chewing chicken salad with your mouth open. Oh, my God. It's just lunch. Okay, so it's a scam. It's just a scam. I mean, I'm sure some people have found love, but not this guy. And I wouldn't do it. Especially, there's Tinder. Like, Tinder came out, like, a year later. That's, like, my story of my life. Well, thank God for Instagram, because you still would be single now. I mean, how would you be meeting women? I guess Tinder. Yeah, no, it wasn't going well on Tinder for a fishmonger slash grilled cheese slash dog walker. I'll tell you that. I had no money for dinner for these women. (laughs) <laughs> it brings me so much joy that you were looking for love and you were broke as shit oh, and, and depressed like smell like fish and i didn't clean my clothes so my room would smell like fish so i couldn't even bring them back home you know what i mean andrew you couldn't bring a girl back to your place six months ago now, I've stained. right now my what's going on in your apartment buy, my buddy told me to buy white sheets because you can't see cum, but you can see soy sauce. <laughs> what buddy told you that you can't see? And that's your main yes. thing in bed? Yes. Brendan. Rusty. Rusty. Rusty the third. Is that your main issue with your dirty sheets, is that you need to clean them when they're darker because there's cum everywhere? I guess. I mean, that's what he recommended. He said you can't see stains, but you can see probably shit stains on white sheets. I don't know what convinced me. He said white sheets are easier to keep clean, but I don't think that's the case now that I think about it. No, it's not. It's Stop taking advice from this man. Yeah. That's a... That's You would think I would have learned. Oh, God. We have a lot uh, to go over. Guys, this is the podcast. Um, we're on a plane headed to San Jose. The first clip from this week's show is on Monday. Claire Parker was in. God, we had fun with Claire last week. You and Claire raced in a mall. That was the best. 
she she and Andrew did a, a race. Like, how many yards was that? Probably 30 yards. Probably a 30-yard race inside a mall um, at a, co- a comedy club that we just had gotten done performing at. And she was incredible. I mean, Andrew should have beat her. He's a man. He's sporty. I know you should have beat her, and you beat her. So he he, sh- he did do what he should have done. But she was... I thought he was going to whoop her. She was right there. I was so proud of my little Claire. She's fast as shit. Yeah, she ran track in high school. I'm 39, and I have track marks on my... Bed. <laughs> Sheets. Um, anywhere Claire Parker was in. Uh, also, the Girls Gotta Eat Girls. Girls Gotta Eat is a podcast I recommend you listening to. So funny. I love them so much. They just talk openly about dating and relationships and all of this stuff. Um, the same stuff I talk about. So if you like this podcast, you'll probably like theirs. Girls Gotta Eat. It's wildly popular. They sell out theaters everywhere they go just doing a live podcast. It's nuts. So um, Ashley Hesseltine. Raina Greenberg and Claire Parker uh, we got to talking about celebrity rumors. Claire made some bold statements on this one that I could not uh, endorse because I'm scared of the Illuminati here we go Monday show. Boom. Wait, what's the Bradley Cooper yes. Irina Shea? Oh, I don't believe they're even ever dating. I believe that that's not even his baby. He's gay. I know that. You I would t- I've my heard mind. that before. Why what? does everyone think that? Can I tell you, I believe in Hollywood that there are Contracts for people that are beneficial for both. What I think You're is right. they probably wanted to launch her as a model. I think he wanted to be taken more seriously as an actor. And there is that thing in Hollywood where you get a wife, you get a fiance. Now you're not just a playboy. Leonardo DiCaprio had mm-hmm. to pretend to be engaged to Kelly Rohrbach to win his Oscar for that bear movie. Am I right? Tom Cruise, after he broke up with Katie Holmes, there's a whole thing. This girl came forward and said the Church of Scientology yeah, that was paid fake. her off, forced her to date him. Yeah. And I think sometimes Man- yes. like they have these contracts and it works out. They do get along. You know, I'd like to get one people. of those. Can I tell you, I know for a fact. <laughs> I really, I, I've like there are certain celebrity men that I'm like, let's just fuck each other for a while. We know we're not gonna get yeah, married, but like double... let's both elevate our Who would status. You pick? Like and uh, and just so many hot Can I give guy you celebrities. Such a good example: Ariana Grande and Big Sean. That was mutually beneficial I because she that. wanted to leave her Disney good girl image behind, and he needed nice. an elevated. Um, and, like nobody knew who he was everyone knew her but they knew yep. her as a sweet girl she wanted to be a pop star and he yep. wanted to be mainstream he leaves her goes for Naya Rivera from Glee right yeah. she also wants to be more mainstream that's a good couple here's how I know that was fake they were engaged to be married at a, they were gonna have a wedding in July in Mexico and something like May they break up she has that exact wedding in Mexico in July at the resort they were planning to have with a different guy. So I'm like, oh, okay. So that whole time you were just planning a wedding to the real boyfriend while you pretended <gasps> to date. What? Yeah. Who was this? The Glee girl? Yeah. Naya Rivera. Yeah. 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 What? It is. I you're right. There, uh, I don't I mean, mind right, that. that was never a real relationship. So I don't mind it either. But I think what happened with Bradley and Arena is that she probably wanted to be a top model. She could have been. She's gorgeous. He mm-hmm. needed somebody to like give him more legitimacy as a serious actor, a serious writer. He wanted to do a star. People is like born. when people get married. People like, like when that. they see, and, and it's headlines. And I be, and then I think she must have gotten pregnant by accident or something and then it was like well now she's never gonna be a top model because she probably is like I just wanna raise this baby like I don't wanna like get back into physique he's gay he's like I'm sure he's the godfather I'm sure he does love that baby you don't think he's the father no I really don't what? I really don't think he's the father. I really think that whole thing was fake, and I really do believe that he couldn't break up with her until the entire A Star is Born thing died. Over, think about yeah. when they broke up. He won his Oscar. He couldn't do it immediately after, but when did he win that Oscar? February? 
Yeah. They broke up three months after the Oscar. Mm-hmm. I don't even think the Lady Gaga... Th- I mean, that whole flirtation was just promo for the movie. It's all promo for his movie. Oh, well, obviously that, but also th- that whole thing put Irina Shayk even more in the spot. Like, yes. people didn't know her name until... She people, had to watch them, like, have yes. sex on a piano I'm at sorry, the but the way he talked about her was not the way you talk about the mother of your child. When he's like, and also, thank you for Irina for being there. Okay. That's yeah. not, I'm sorry, but he's never... I'm, even if you want to keep your wife out of the spotlight... The language she uses is not the way mm-hmm. you talk about somebody who's truly supported you while you pursue your dreams and had your baby. Nobody, you don't talk about the mother of your child that you're still with like that. Do people At think he's gay? Why do people think he's gay? Just, Just because all actors are gay, actors like what a gay thing to want to do. I feel like <laughs> maybe he would. We can't say that he's gay. He, allegedly, you think he we is gay. Some, we had somebody come on our show and say he was gay. We George, edited it out. George Clooney is gay, and I know that because okay, no, my boyfriend. Listen, Claire, my boyfriend. You this can't is, say these things. <laughs> Even though being gay, gay is great, not bad I know to be gay. it's not bad to be it's gay. It's like saying he's naturally a redhead. Of course, it's just that's true. Way you're born. Yeah. No, I'm just curious. George yeah. Clooney has that house in Lake Como. My boyfriend has that house in Lake Como. He told me that that he has a mutual oh friend God. with like uh, George Clooney's ex-wife. <laughs> okay. And that that was a contract. <laughs> That, is there anybody else you want to ruin for me? George Clooney is fucking the butcher in like Como. No, no, Claire. <laughs> you this think is... that that's direct from Italy? Okay. I imported that gossip okay. for you. I can't even believe this. But I do <laughs> know. I got it in the fresh Italian. I Google translated and I brought it here to this radio and you're telling I me no? Lo- I love I this. these kind I of rumors. I feel like I leave before you ruin anybody else for me. But I would like to remain in this business. Oh, um, okay. Oh, because these are very powerful men, and if you say that they're gay, you get taken down big. Like, that will not be okay. okay not that I'm there's kidding. anything wrong with being gay. That was a joke. What if that I became, like, the Alex Jones of conspiracy, like, gay conspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fine, take me down. I'll go to YouTube. They'll never take me off YouTube. The algorithms. And we're back. That was Monday's episode Listen, I recorded the first part of the show yesterday um, that you already heard on the plane with Andrew, and um, and now it's the next day, and I'm in the car on the way to a TV appearance to promote my shows in San Jose this weekend at the San Jose Improv. If you're in San Jose or around there, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, you get it. But I'm sandwiched in between in the back of a car, Andrew Collin. Hey, how are it's everyone there? Okay, well, we already introed him. That was worthless again. Hey, um, hi everybody. Andrew's here. Okay. I don't know why I even put the mic in front of his face again. That was more of the same. One more time. Good morning, everyone. Uh, nope, nope, nope. You, no. I don't know what I wanted you to do, but it wasn't that. And, uh, past podcast guest and the host for this weekend's shows, um, Emil Joachim is here. Hey, Emil. Hey. Did I? Oh, you did shit, it right. No, you were great. You were great. You were great. Emil and Andrew are. Um, Emil flew all the way out here. He's living in LA right now. That's beside the point. But he is from Indiana. He's out here hosting the shows. We love him so much, Andrew and I. Um, he uh, he is sharing a bed with Andrew because I got them a hotel and it didn't give them two beds. It's a motel, actually. And uh, it's what? It's a motel, and the door opens up to the street. Uh-huh. Like like getting murdered kind of place. Yeah, so three nights there was over $500, so quit your whining. I texted him about how there was only one bed, and I was surprised how, like, not mad he was. He was immediately like, yeah, no, we'll make it work. Like, almost excited. Yeah, he doesn't care at all. And I even said that when he goes, oh, Emil just told me there's only one bed. I was like, you don't care. And he was like, no, I don't mind it at all. He honestly, Emil... Like, if he, back in his single days, he would have brought back a girl to hook up in the bed with you. 
you wouldn't have had a problem with that, right? Emil brought it up that he could bring back, he wants to bring back a woman. Well, hypothetically. Right, hypothetically. Yeah. You you wouldn't have a problem with um, hooking up in a with a girl next to Andrew as he's sleeping? I think it would almost be like insurance for her being like, oh, like he's he has friends, he's not alone, like he is sociable. Oh my God, what girl would sign up for this? <laughs> God, and I'm sure there are women that w- would do this. It's only the women we have sex with, which is, <laughs> goes to show. God, have you hooked up with a girl in a bed next to someone you're sleeping next to or in the same room? No. No. Andrew? Yes. In a dorm, though, so it doesn't really count. Oh. I mean, in dorm dorm sex, it, all rules are off. You, you have sex in front of each other. You finger everything. You, know. you finger everything. And by the way, his dorm sex happened when he was 36. Yeah, but it was... You crept into the NYU dorms. <laughs> Whatever. Why else was there a fire escape? I actually did hook up. I was 35, and I hooked up with a 21-year-old uh, NYU student. But at her dorm she kind of lived off campus in a nicer apartment than me and she when we hooked up she brought out magnums and i was like keep digging <laughs> keep digging it'd be so funny if you had to sign in like at the front desk of the dorm <laughs> oh my god are you guys okay with like not masturbating all weekend i'm gonna jerk off on a meal a meal will watch me masturbate i mentioned this to andrew last night i was like how are you not gonna jerk off all weekend he's like i'll get it done so Emil, watch out like he's gonna jerk off in the bed next to you and he thinks he can do it on the sly while you're sleeping because he said he used to do it next to his college roommate all the time next to my friend seth he would pass out drunk and then i my computer wasn't working so i would jerk off to his computer right next to his face just to his computer <laughs> yeah. you would just look at his computer it was nice it was a new mac <laughs> just and new. it was that apple one that had a nice ass on the back yeah you cuz you went to college in the 90s <laughs> yeah. so it was those new macs that had like different colors on the back those big ones <laughs> they were sexy just right? knowing it was someone else's was like the rush <laughs> <laughs> he was being cucked hold by, by, by another computer Oh man, if I could have that. Um, yeah. What? How do you feel about it, Emil? What are you gonna do to to um, like? Do you think about that? Like, I don't. I don't know what it's like to be a guy that like can just jerk off anytime. When I I do it like once a month, and so I could go a whole weekend easily. But like, does that burden you at all? No. See, I didn't know if we would go in the bathroom because the bathroom is next to the bed. But it's even more obvious then if one of us creeps in the bathroom. Right. But you could just say you're taking a shit. But then no fart sounds. Like, we would have to, like, make the sounds with our mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you're jerking off. Oh, yeah. It smells no. better in here. What a good poop. It <laughs> smells good in here. I'm pooping. I'm no. pooping. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't wait to hear about what happens this weekend. But last night you guys slept in the same bed. Any events? Anything happen? We gotta be honest with you. We, uh, I gotta come clean with something. Um, and this isn't my fault. This was Emil's idea completely. He decided we built an amazing fort slash bed on the floor. Amazing. It was amazing. It's pretty good. So one of you is sleeping on the floor. Yes. I'm not gonna tell you who. It's a meal. 
Yeah, it should be a meal. He's but I, the host. But, but it wasn't. It wasn't a seniority thing. I was more than happy for him to sleep in the bed. I was not trying to use my power. I hate when people are like, "Oh, I'm better. I'm I'm higher up." Why can't you just sleep in the same bed so you can have a comfortable both sleep comfortably? Is it too gay for you or something? He was like, "No, stay in the bed." But he just kept looking at me and he like didn't blink and he had this like gaze. Yeah. It was so convincing. Yeah. I was like, I've seen this look before. Yeah, um, on the Ted Bundy documentary. Yeah. So you're on the floor. How was the floor? It was great. I was totally, he was, he was super great. He was like, dude, just sleep in the bed. And I was like, you know, I'm okay. I, I, I'm a bad sleeper. I'm like a messy sleeper. So I did the floor. I like it. Yeah, I would be, it would not be good to share a bed with someone for me because I need both sides because I'm a night sweater. And so like I wake up in the middle of the night. I, that's why I love a, a robe. So I got two robes with my hotel room, which is like the best for me. Cause I wake up at like two hours after I've fallen asleep my bed is soaking wet. I'm like dripping in sweat. Could it be because you're wearing two robes? No, I'm not wearing <laughs> robes. I went to bed naked. And then okay. I wake up, I'm drenched in sweat. I go to the bathroom, I grab a robe, and then I go back, and the robe like soaks up the sweat on the oh bed, God. and it also soaks up the sweat on my body. Then two hours later, I wake up and I've drenched that robe. So then I take that one off and I put on another dry robe, and then I can sleep, and then I get to the morning. And then I hang them up in the morning to dry out again to do it all again tomorrow. Sad. It's it really is sad. Do it's they, not that sad. The robes like harden on the rack. When Probably. I mean, I can only imagine what the maids think. Like, why are these robes drenched? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me. Tweet me your um, hypotheses, hypotheses about why I'm getting night sweats. Because I don't take medication. I meditate every day. I drink a lot of water, but I also work out a ton and I sweat so much when I work out. So I don't know what the deal is, but. What I do know is that we need to get to Tuesday's clip. This was maybe one of the most fun shows I've been on in a while. No offense to um, Andrew, who is on the show quite often. But Anya Marina was in studio on Tuesday. Brian Balthazar, who is a guy that I met at an audition, who I just loved, uh, is also there. And we are talking about um, a book that I talked about a lot on the show early on when we first started you up um it's a book called getting to i do it's a ridiculous name but it's like you follow these rules and you can get a guy to marry you essentially whitney cummings first told me about it and i was like yeah right but um i've seen it work for a couple people in my life so we're talking about the book uh it's me anya marina brian balthazar tuesday's show get it and I picked it up again, and I was like, God damn it, this relationship just fell apart, and I want to reread the book. What did I maybe do wrong? Yeah, what, and I was like, I oh, differently based on the I book? think I did a couple things wrong. Like, there was this one point, we were three or four weeks into dating, and we would, like, get hot and heavy, but we would not sleep together. Mm-hmm. And he was considerably older than me, and I had never gone this slow in a relationship before, so I figured this is great, mm-hmm. going slow. But then there was this one night where he kept sort of, like, we would have a date, we'd make out, and then he'd go, you should go home. Let's and see each other tomorrow. Or, you know, let's not, I, I still want to get to know you. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I would take it personally. And then like the third or fourth or f- fifth or sixth or seventh time, I was like, "What? what is going on? Is this like a control thing? Because he would get really turned on too. You yes, would both we be both like ready to break. Ready to and then it. he would go, we got to go, let's stop. I still need to get to know you better. And it started feeling, I don't know, I just a red flag went mm-hmm. off. And... Uh, I 
asked him, like, what do you need to know? And you were getting sent home with cranky clit, man. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. had blue balls like <laughs> right. crazy. You were ready to get a dick in you. Yes. And, like, and we all know that feeling. It's like, and as a woman, you're just not used to men being the ones that are putting the brakes on. So it's right. hard to not take that personally, you, no matter years, what it's about. Yeah. You, you must be like, well, what's wrong with me? Why don't you want? Because if yeah. all these other guys just want that, what yeah. is it that you don't want? I have yeah. a joke in my act now about like, girls, do you ever, are you ever down to sleep with someone and the guy's like, I'm not ready yet? And you go, well, what? <laughs> what? I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Right. You have agency, agency over your own body? <laughs> well, you get ready. What yeah. the hell? But of course they have the right yes. to, but you just don't get met with it that much. So yeah. what you just heard was what Pat Allen would describe as masculine energy. It's mm-hmm. a cognitive thinking, strong-minded woman, alpha female, who's like, what the fuck? Like, she's using her logic, and she's mm-hmm. like getting yeah. mad about it. The way she is in business, the way she is at work, the way she is as a radio host, a comedian, etc. But in the bedroom, that doesn't really work. So anyway, I'm like, what why? the fuck? Why, why doesn't that? Can you explain to me? Because- I know the answer to this, but why if I um, mm. had that reaction to a man, and he knows that I'm a radio host and sees me on stage be a badass woman and sees me with my friends and I'm like more of a masculine energy? Why with him? Then why couldn't I be a masculine energy with him in that situation? If he, I think she would. She'd have to answer this, but I, I think she would say if he was a beta guy, he probably would love that. Beta guys like to have you pay for them Mm -hmm. they tend to be artist types like cougar girls who go for younger guys that's sort of like a beta he's like painting during the day they tend to live in Brooklyn yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. but for a masculine energy guy who likes his his thoughts and ideas respected he's not going to be into that because he wants to be the the driver of the car right interesting so if Nikki comes in and she's like let me drive this fucking car I know where we're going he's his dick gets soft and he's not into it so that's why me for years going when are we going to kiss why haven't (laughs) you kissed me yet what are you going to like it never worked and I and I didn't read the book but I that was the first rule I made for myself when I got my first boyfriend was like do not you're not allowed to make the first move anymore because I every time I would get so frustrated be like why didn't this guy kiss me yet I'm ready to kiss and I'd be like are we gonna kiss and then we would kiss but that relationship would Mm -hmm. never go anywhere Mm -hmm. after that because I had taken the wheel so the I just put two and two together and was like I'm gonna stop Mm -hmm. initiating kissing yeah and then after I did that I got my first boyfriend when I waited for him to make the first move it was like boom Instantly, and I really? imagine some guys yes, are like Chris. Oh yeah, he was the first guy that I didn't make the first move on. It was the first guy that I was just like, I'm gonna wait. I'll wait my no. whole life, but and I am works. never gonna t- tell she him to kiss me. She also says the first person to speak is the alpha. Oh, that's a that's like a hard thing to hear. Is that kind partner, of hard to hear? That when though? you met your partner who spoke first. Wait, the person. The person to speak first, like, like if the you day met you me met. Oh my god! It was a, well, we worked together, so it was a little bit. It was okay. A little, Who said hey? I, I ignored I'm... him because I thought he was too good looking. I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm so did he have to approach you? Uh, yeah. Would you say he's the? I'll find that really well. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, what her theory but, is. That, but but I but I find it interesting. I find it interesting. I mean, that's that's our struggle is especially when it's two guys. Like I we am. both struggle with that wanting to be the alpha. Yes. Yeah, and we also neither of us are like let's cuddle. Like we're not like that. We're right. not like big PDA people. We're so it's interesting. Well, that's that, good because you're on the same well, who, page about who yeah. pays the bills. Uh, well, he's in real estate, so I pay the bills. Okay. <laughs> you know, we alternate. but I, I think yeah. that people alternate. Yeah, we do alternate a little bit. But I think that's where it's interesting when you bring in male energy uh, yeah. in the same, which is also weird when you're like uh, attracted to the same person, like the same gender that you are. It's all screwed up. Like you can get some imagine. really just weird. But um, 
interesting that you you said that he said I'm not ready for a relationship, which is so not specific. I think that book that's like His the title whole thing of a was book. Not specific. That's the title. It's not a chapter. Like that's like saying, okay, well, the question is, why aren't you ready? That's what he needs to be thinking about. And not men, just this, men don't know. They yeah. don't, don't know because no. they're not access. They're not, they're not working on themselves, yeah. and so they I don't, don't know. Think they he just was totally honest either. I think that he wanted something else. He didn't want this, or we wanted some. I don't know. Yeah, like that was his. He response. wasn't over an ex, is yeah. what I think. I think mm, so too. Yeah. And when you say that you used to say, "Are we going to kiss or not?" I have to wonder if a guy's like almost immediately feels like they failed as a guy because they didn't initiate. Because yes. a guy has to feel like in the locker room, they said, "I put the moves on her," and she blah blah blah. And if if they are suddenly reminded that they didn't put the moves on, that they were in some way less of a man because yep. they yes. didn't become the one who conquered you. I would rob, them of, you. He, I would rob wanted, them of that. Yeah. And the so other he, thing, yes, you know, keep going, sorry. He kind of wants to, con- they want to feel like they conquered it, even though that many of them are terrified to do it because they're all, we're all afraid of rejection. I don't care right. who you are. Um, and she says men marry virtue and they're looking for a woman that says no to them and makes them work for it. And she's like, yeah. men, men uh, know that 80% of the sex that they ask for, they don't even have a right to. Mm-hmm. So when you give it to them too soon, they don't respect you right. or themselves. That's not the guy they, that's not the woman they want to marry. And that's they'll not, they'll that's sleep not the with somebody who be. says yes. Yeah. The, yeah I, I know this woman who always says yes, always does, she always does everything, and then she can't get a husband. But I'm like, the guy actually wants somebody he like he has to tell his mother he's marrying this woman he doesn't actually this guy in this particular instance mm-hmm. wants the woman who's the, the one you're describing we, even if yeah. that's not authentic like no. he just wants it to feel he wants and to believe it it's hard because we're liberated modern women that yes. get that right. get where we are and have the lives and careers we have because we, we've broken out of this like patriarchal structure and we've we've broken out of the role of like demure but you have to be that role again and so and Mm. and it's so hard for me because in my own life i just make shit happen and i ask for what i want and i'm so bold Mm. but then i have to turn that off around a guy i like Mm -hmm. and it's Mm. it's near impossible it is but the cherry on top is that when you do do it i have found it's so hot to be pursued that was Tuesday's show. Moving on to Wednesday, we were talking about um, coming yeah. with um, Remy Casimir, who has a podcast called How Come, about how she was not, she's a girl who never had an orgasm. And so she started a podcast to find out how to get that. And then, um, so we were talking a lot about that. Um, I'm with someone in the car. We're still on the way to radio. Andrew, are you, how's your coming situation? We'll find out tonight. With a meal, when I'm looking at you, baby boy, in the eyes. (laughs) By the way, Andrew calls a meal. A meal, Joaquim is here as well. He's the host for this week's shows. Um, E M I L W A K I M. If you want to follow him on Instagram or Twitter, Um, he calls him baby boy because Emil is 21 and Andrew is 39, and it's very possible that Andrew could be Emil's father. And there's like a father-son vibe to them. Um, How do you feel about your? Papa. I like how the father-son vibe is after he just looked in my eyes and said, we'll see how the coming is tonight, boy. <laughs> yeah, there's such a father-son vibe here. I just laughed so hard that you call him baby boy and you, Emil, you call him papa. Yeah, papa is good. He also calls himself the baby, himself the baby, like baby in third daddy. person. Yeah, baby, what? baby daddy. You can't be baby daddy and papa. Pick okay. one. Baby papa. <laughs> I love oh my god! What? I love a meal. I I don't know if I could. 
I don't know if I'm a good father figure for him, but I do think he does learn some things from me from my from my mistakes. And yeah. I and I I really think I helped you the other yesterday when you were talking about how you you thought you bombed a little bit on a show, and I told you. Yeah. What, yeah, what yeah, advice did you give? What, what what advice did your papa give baby boy? He was like, just take Zoloft, so then you can't come anymore. And I was like, that. Might, <laughs> but that, bad sense really... won't bother you. Yeah, he's like, then nothing will affect you ever. <laughs> Is that the advice you really gave? No, I gave him really good advice. He did, I think he did actually. He was what like, did he, say? he was like, That's... because there's a lot of comedians who listen to the show. What advice do you have for comedians who feel like they bombed on a show well, that might have been important and affected well, your life? One of the jokes he did a jokes all weekend. He did a new joke and it worked really well in a theater, and then it didn't work as well as he thought in a, in a another room so then he started questioning and he's like if it doesn't work in this room will it work in this one and i needed to be working in both rooms i was like you can't overthink it like that because oh god i'm so i regret even asking about this (laughs) this is like the type of these are the conversations that male comics have about their material and it's exhausting female comics do not talk about material like this and we talk about real shit, but what what is your concern? So you did a joke in a theater setting, and wh- why were you at a theater? <laughs> You're a, 21. Why are you performing in theaters? It was a it was a comedy festival, and there was like a showcase show at, at, on one of the nights, and I got to be in one of the theater shows. But what wait, we talk- can we hear the joke? It's about how Jesus, like, there's people that are. The, I saw a woman wearing a build the wall shirt with a cross on, mm-hmm. and the joke is that like. Essentially, Jesus is everything you'd hate then. If you want Jesus to come back, he looks like an Arab immigrant. Like yeah. He sounds like a terrorist. Everything on paper about Jesus is like, he's coming over here to like sacrifice his life for a religious reason. <laughs> like, that's jihad. Like, that's literally... <laughs> Uh, I like it. And it and it killed in the theater setting and then you did an outdoor show in LA, like a cool like a cool uh, indie yeah. good heroin. Is that the it name of the good, show? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he did a show in the back of a fucking bookstore that has this like backyard area. It's not everyone loves that show. It's a great show. The people that run it are great. But it's not good for like I've bombed there so many times, Emil. Like, God. don't ever take that personally. Um, Emil's hilarious and that show is good but like don't gauge your material by that show it's a bunch of hipsters judging you and especially if you talk about something like Jesus they're like we're not gonna laugh because like he's talking about and especially you're comparing Jesus to terrorists. I mean, that's not right. That's I do it delicately in the joke, and I build up to it. But there was like a homeless dude who was supposedly like in the back, and he was like, "This is what's going on." And so I think everyone tightened up. But Andrew was like, well, he was like, "Yeah, you don't, it happens." And I yeah. guess when you do it in a different state for the first time, you're like, "Maybe this isn't funny outside my like home area." But yeah, I don't know. and it's not. I mean, I think you should drop that joke. Please, <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. Um, no, that I, I would never tell you to uh gauge anything based on that show so we learned something here today leading to wednesday's show it's yeah remy casimir anya marina and or no not anya marina ian Ian fidance uh remy casimir and i all talking about uh coming check out our podcast how come and also i'm talking about a porn um series that i just discovered that i'm obsessed with it is on kink.com, and it is called School of Submission. So you're going to hear me talk about it, but it's at kink.com, School of Submission. It's my new favorite porn series, and I can't get enough. I'm waiting for day three of the school, that video to drop. And so get on at kink.com. Uh, I got to go do radio now. When you hear from us next, we'll be done with um, – it's not even radio. It's TV. So enjoy this clip, and we'll be back after it. I don't need to You come. still can't so- come? Yeah, I can't because of the Have you result. thought about I taking think, a different um, medication? Yeah, I actually can come. I, I jerked off by myself. Better. Yeah, I heard that yeah. too. You, you put like on what a little, better? 
Well, well Butrin, Butrin you... is like the only SSRI. Oh, that makes me sweat that... too much. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my point is, do you, do you feel good? Like, do you feel like you're almost going to come and then you don't come? Uh, when? Like when you're hooking up with a guy and it's like feeling... Um, I've I've had that feeling that you're talking about where it's yeah. like I know I'm not gonna come. This feels nice. It feels yeah. like someone like scratching your back, but mm-hmm. like the effort that's going in may not be. Uh, he he's trying to get me to come, and that's just not on the table. And I know that. Um, and I think that yeah, I I have the same feeling of like just don't even do it then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if I were a girl and my boyfriend felt that way, I would just be like. I would want maybe him to say, only do this if you enjoy doing it. She I does, love, though. I love, if yeah. you enjoy doing it, do it all you want because it feels fucking great. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to come, but like, boy, does this, yeah. I will, I would have you do this all fucking day if I could. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I love Because back that feels good. That feels good to hear if, if you're just like, uh, this just feels good. I don't need to come. Like, that. As long as it, we don't need you to come, as long as you still appreciate what Some, we're doing. Sometimes, yeah. at least I, I don't. Sometimes yeah. I've not liked sex because of the inherent burden that's put on men to make women come. Whereas if I don't make you come, then I have no value in this. Then I'm not doing a good job. Yeah. And I don't. I don't want to disappoint you. I have to make you come. And mm-hmm. then that's like so much work that it's like, oh God, I don't want to do this because I don't want to be like a disappointment. I know. Aww. We need to all just you stop know? taking it so personally. Well, that's when the thing. People and, don't and, come, and, and, it's and it's hard. gotten so much better. And and it's so funny because there will be these moments of passion and these like dirty talk sessions where there's like edging this wild fuck fest of cum and jizz and everything which is great (laughs) but then other times there's like you know what this is for me this is gonna be 30 seconds long yeah and we're both gonna love it yeah (laughs) you know no i think that sometimes it can be there's got to be balance there's got to be those times where you carve out two hours and it's like this is a fucking session wait so your breakthrough though yeah, you came then yeah. with this porn. Oh my god! So I was using- like, this porn is my boyfriend. Like That's I am amazing. I, I have never felt so seen by something, and I'm like, I love this girl. I love the guy. I love everything she about the production. Hot. It's mm-hmm. well done, and there's more episodes to come. And honestly, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like, I want to sign up for the school. If I could go yeah. there and not have it filmed and trust that they're not going to film yeah. it, I would do this in a fucking heartbeat because it is first. It is like Dancing with the Stars. It is the hardest thing this girl's ever done in her <laughs> career and it's like she thinks she's being broken at sometimes and she's having like these Can psychological I'm off day she's one actually... I'm like guys not again Turn, turns out she's getting fucked I said by I a wanted DJ. to get off not get kicked off <laughs> I'm like can I get Gleb again as my partner um yeah I just I I I, lo- I am so happy about this new discovery it is honestly like I was skipping around yesterday like I had a new crush like, I'm, I'm so like happy. I'm so excited. I've been thinking about you because I know like, you've I been sending me things yeah. and like uh, supporting me from afar. I like, because... really want to like fix people because I feel like I was so broken for so long. The problem with coming though, Remy, is that it doesn't last long enough, and I don't like that. Yeah, and it's just it's a couple seconds yeah. of the best feeling in the world, yeah. and why I do you hate think people that do you heroin. Can... I know that's exactly why <laughs> I can't. I want it more. I want I more, and I it's computer duster for you, baby. I know it is computer uh-huh. duster. It's too short lived, uh-huh. and sometimes I'm just like, mm, it's not even worth it to like yep. 
go through it. But man, I I I was like thinking about it all last night of like I can't, or all yesterday like I can't because it was two days ago that I discovered it, and I and I was gonna keep going and being like I want to have more orgasms and like keep watching this, but I'm like I gotta save it. This is this is like a mini series yeah. that I cannot wait to see where it goes. Mm. And this girl is so good. Her name is Kristen Scott. I'm obsessed with her. I I want to have her on the show. I love her so much. Um, She's but I, and last night I was like so excited to go home and do it. And I was like, I want to like, I'm like edging for this point. Like yeah. I want to wait to like see it again. Cause I'm like so in love with it right now. I you got to wait even... to watch it with your sister. Like, oh, back. right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. need someone like, else to I, do I, it. I know. You don't want to do it alone. I am. I uh, love it. I love it. I love that you. Do you think well, you could rewatch the episodes and get off the same that's, way? Yeah. That's the hard I thing. I hope so. I watched yeah. Fleabag again last night and it didn't do the same thing for me. Really? So it might be tough. I'm you weren't saying. coming to it? Yeah, I was <laughs> Or it could be like Clueless, where every time you watch it, you learn something new. God, girl, that is the best analogy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I hope this is my you've yeah, got mail, yeah. that I, anytime it's on, I can watch it and my really enjoy it. Yeah. New York. Yeah. Oh my God, I hope you so plug right. this like the Sam Harris app. I know. I really, I really want to. That was Wednesday's episode. And hey guys, let me tell you about a new podcast from Comedy Central, hosted by Chris Stefano. It's called Stand Up with Chris Stefano. He's one of my favorite people, comedians, personalities. He's so hilarious. Every time he's been on You Up, he's been, he's just crushed it. He's, um, he's good at podcasting. He's done it for a while, and um, that's why Comedy Central asked him to host Stand Up with Krista Stefano, where they just go through different stand-up bits and um, have comedians in and talk about stand-up. And um, it's just a great way to discover new comedians and new material from comedians that you may have otherwise missed so go subscribe and check out your new favorite podcast stand up with chris stefano from comedy central wherever you get your podcasts again stand up with chris stefano and this brings me to the last clip of the day which is not from thursday's show but it is an extra clip from wednesday's show because it thursday's show was not live this week because i had to travel all day when i traveled to the east coast um in order to make it to a thursday night show at 8 p.m I always have to leave early in the morning and fly all day. And so a lot of times I don't get to do radio on Thursday mornings. And it sucks because I love my show. And I love this podcast. It's so fun to do these. I'm here in the backseat of a car headed back from TV um, with Andrew Collin. He's here chomping on a breakfast wrap that I just bought him. Yeah, it's delicious. Sausage, I don't know, spinach wrap from, uh, I've really flubbed this. Yeah. You want to try again? What did you eat? I had a spinach wrap from uh, Starbucks. It's delicious. It's nutritionist. And it's uh, light calories. Oh, man. It's nutritionist, you guys. The egg white spinach wrap at Starbucks. I've, I've gone on record before saying that it is my favorite food in the world. If I was on death row, it would be my last meal. And it has feta in it, so I can't eat it. And it has eggs, too, so I can't eat it because I'm vegan. But it is the one thing as a vegan that I I miss more than anything. More than anything. So if you've never tried one, go try one. They're delicious. And they are kind of like low-cal. I used to eat two in a row and be like, that's a good, that's a good-ass meal. I digress. Let's get into a bonus clip from Wednesday's episode. Ian Fidance, Andrew Collin, uh, and Remy Casimir all in studio on Wednesday. Bonus clip. Does Andrew ever just like start telling a story and he's he's been telling it in his head for about four minutes. So he's deep within it and then he starts telling it and you're like, 
I don't know where you are in this book. You just started reading to me a book, and I don't know any of the characters or the setting. And Ari goes, oh, all the time, where you just are just so confused for the first minute he's talking, and you have to be like... So it or was just I could nice. have been to- telling the story for four minutes, and no one, and you're was, not, listening. No one was listening. <laughs> no, that's well, no. I just think you need to surround yourself with positivity, positivity. and <laughs> Um, but on the way home, Andrew, do you want to tell it? Like, we were well, driving home. Ari drove. Oh, Claire yes. was there, too. This was Friday night. Yeah. And, coming uh, back. And we hear the tire going flat. We think the tire's Claire flat. and I are in the back seat. Claire Parker and I are in the back seat. Andrew and so Ari So we're very worried. And then Ari goes to pull over on the side of the highway. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you can't pull over on the side of the highway. Let me just say that. You don't pull over on the side of the I highway know. ever, ever. Was, people do it all do the time. Why? Um, you drive to an exit because that is the number one way people get di- oh. die on the side oh, of the road is like checking a tire them. because you just get hit. Don't. My dad always taught me, and I think it's just a wise lesson that ruin your fucking axle. It doesn't matter. Drive on whatever. Get to an That's exit because- Mm. On the side of the road is just you were asking Thank to be you, hit Daddy. by a car, and so Ari Good pulls advice, over, Daddy. and I go, Ari, Good girl, Nikki. Oh yeah. God, please don't do that. Pull over for Daddy. Stop it. Come on so, over on Daddy's lap while he plays John Prime. Well, I told Ari. Oh my God, yeah, that just got too specific. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, and my dad are like in love. It's Ooh. so gross. Yeah. So he pulls over on the side of the road, and I go, Ari, no, I'm sorry, you're going to ruin your car. Like you have to keep driving. I'm not letting you get out. I don't want anyone to get hit. So we drove to an exit, and as we're driving, I pull like I pull up. Okay. Well, no. She goes. Go, we go to check on the tire to see what's wrong with it, and before we even go, Nikki goes, "What's wrong with the tire?" And uh, it wasn't flat. We, it was hot asphalt was on it, like from whatever to so concrete. So it was making it go like boom, 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 boom. Oh, but right. She already pulled up Uber and was already ordering the, the Uber before she even fucking found out that it wasn't a <laughs> yeah, flat tire. Yeah, because we were in the middle of nowhere, so I knew an Uber would take like 17 minutes, you know, when they're really far away. Yeah, yeah. And so but that's I, why she didn't want us to stop on the highway either, because no, the Uber not. can't stop it's on the highway. Why. Oh. But I will say that I started pulling up Uber as soon as Ari was like, it's definitely a flat tire. You would so leave I pulled a up Uber, soldier behind But I waited until we wow. were in a, a p- place to come get us. Wow. Yeah, I left you guys. I, 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 was, I was shocked <laughs> that you thought I Wait, would ever you stay. left? No. And then they stayed? No, I didn't leave because the fl- tire wasn't flat. But they get out and they check in. And I go, are you sure it's not a flat tire? And they're like, yeah, it's just asphalt. And I go, okay, then I'm going to cancel my Uber. And they go, what the fuck? Yeah, it's fucked up, <laughs> It was dude. so funny. I was and in the back seat with bring Claire. Claire. Claire, I looked at Claire and I go, I look, and I showed her the Uber as they're driving and talking about the flat. And I just waved to them from in the, like, behind <laughs> oh, their backs. And I go, Claire, we're leaving them. And I would have left you in a heartbeat. Yeah, and I don't and understand that why Uber you... would have been in a wreck and it would have been great. Yeah. Would it have been great? If you, you, d- wouldn't, for you, die. To lose you all wouldn't die. You wouldn't oh, die. You wouldn't die. Okay. Eventually, you, I would, it would bring be you a back head out injury again. and then we'd be equally as funny. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. But yeah, I was going to call an Uber and leave you. I just was shocked that you guys why? thought that was. Because I don't want to wait for two guys who don't know how to change a tire to change a tire and then once they figure it out I have to trust that they put the lug nuts on tight enough and that I'm not going to die when a tire falls but off. But isn't it all a part a part of the adventure? Yeah. Being no. To be there as a team. No. I, you guys are men. You handle it. I'm getting in this Uber with my wow, girlfriend all of a sudden, and we're leaving. men aren't so bad. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the men who drive Ubers to come get me. And pick me up. That guy's a great guy. And I could change a tire by the way. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that at the time, and I don't, and I still don't know it, and I still don't trust it. Like I just—it's it's very, it's way easier. It must be hard Ian to change there, tires when you're constantly pitching like, bits. Yeah. Why? Because his, why? <laughs> because yeah. he's yeah. worked in construction. 
Yeah. Because I'm what? He works in construction. He's, he's, yeah, well, he's right. like a man's man. Like he gets greasy. You can't even come. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not coming as bitch. Ian would come while he's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> twerking <laughs> the lug nuts. Um, no, even though, Ian, we got to be honest, you to hang a picture in my apartment, you would drill two holes in the wall that are still there that are visible. I told well, one you for the I glory would, hole. I told you I would. <laughs> yeah, I'm a glory small. hole installer. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. what I do. That's my gig. Yeah, why well, is it six put on feet a belt. too short? You think the girl, Ian put girl on a belt and took out a level to hang a tiny, tiny picture. I mean, this guy went But this to guy town. can change a tire? It's yeah. bullshit. Hey, I mean, listen. I told you I would fix those holes. I know you did. You did. And and I've I it's it's hard to nail you down. God, all of this sounds so sexual. Fixing <laughs> my holes, nailing yeah. me down. Yeah. That's it for the show this week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please rate and review and subscribe and do all the things that make podcasts successful. You know, share it with friends, tell people you like my show, post it on your Instagram story. Come see me live. I'm in San Jose this weekend. I'm in Charlotte next weekend at the Comedy Zone. I'm in Houston at the Improv the following weekend. I'm in L.A. for a charity event at the Comedy Store on the 23rd, I believe. So a lot of places to see me live. Andrew will be there with me at most of them as my emotional support animal on the road. And um, I hope you guys have a great little weekend and I'll see you Monday live on Sirius XM channel 95 10 a.m. Eastern on uh, Comedy Central Radio squirt squirt this has been a Comedy Central podcast